Welcome to the podcast. I'm Joe Welter, and do you remember how fun summer vacation was when you were a kid? Today, me and Frank Peppy are going to talk about some of our favorite stories. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> when you got up this morning, yes. did you feel something outside? I felt that the humidity is gone. As Well, it doesn't mean it's not going to come back, mm-hmm. but yesterday and today, I kind of felt like the fall is upon us, or almost. I feel the same way that I felt when I was maybe eight, nine, ten years old. Okay. And I knew that the summer was almost over. Okay. And it was almost time to go back to school. I personally feel the same way, and I must say, I hate that feeling. Autumn is coming, and I'm, I get excited. The weather is nice. I, I start getting more energy. Wow. And for me, when school started, um, I, w- I always got to start fresh, and it was like a good mood, and I got to um, reinvent myself for my new school year, where now I'm many years after going right. to school, and right. I still have the same feelings, even though I just go to work. That's amazing. I, 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 I First of all, when you had mentioned this to me, and I never felt that way i i have two sons of my own who will be starting school next week and um i actually feel their pain (laughs) are they in pain Uh, i mean i don't know but i i know for me growing up i i it was a painful feeling uh i mean i it's funny now i you know i'm trying to look back and and think about it and i think i'm kind of trying to embrace the fall now but back when I was a kid, it was just like, oh man, like it was this always is a my favorite time. Of the that's, year. I mean, and I love football, but that was my only thing. That's it. football is is on the horizon right, right now. That's true. I mean, I see that coming. Right, we're a couple weeks away. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling great now. How's your? How do you feel when it? Like, what is your favorite season? I think my favorite season is the fall. That's okay. Yeah. See, mine is the summer, just because I, I always I in like my the brain. You know, I know the the year restarts in January, but in my brain, my year always restarts in, in like September. September. Yeah, that's kind of how I used to look at it too. Yeah. Not necessarily a good thing, but for in me, my, it, for me, <laughs> it's always been a great thing. But then it got me thinking: what was it that I did when I was a kid? during summer vacation um, that I still remember today. Okay. And um, there were a lot of fun things that we did and a lot of things that made no sense whatsoever. But right. we always loved summer vacation, like every kid. Right. I mean, it's, it's almost the, like a two months of freedom in ex- a way. Exactly. So when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. um, I always... Uh, couldn't wait for summer vacation Uh, mainly when I was younger we had a neighbor that had a treehouse and it was a treehouse that was probably built in the mid 80s and right before he moved into his house see that's pretty cool that's cool yeah and say it was um, it was triangular shaped it was kind of between three trees right and it was about 10 feet up in the air and it was just a little room and uh, there was a ladder that went up one of the trees into this tree house and when I went to this guy's house I 
you know, we went in it, and it was pretty cool. That that's cool. Yeah, I'm like, oh, treehouses yeah. when you're a kid are really cool. You're the you're my only friend that has a treehouse, right? <laughs> and I'm nine years, eight years old, nine years old, right? So, uh, at the time, um, my current house was under construction. We it was under construction for many years. Okay, always projects happening. And it was being totally redone. So my dad always had different scraps that were, were either like in a dumpster or like off to the side to be thrown out and I used to kind of take a skateboard and throw all these scraps on top of the skateboard and roll them up the street and I would you know save some nails that were floating around sometimes I get a few good new nails sometimes I would uh, I'd grab a hammer uh, we weren't allowed to use saws so we kind of had to yeah. find the correct pieces that's cool that would fit what we were thinking in of our head in our head so what are you looking at making so adding to the treehouse so or? so when we looked at the treehouse mm. i said pete we can add on to this like th- we can make this much bigger right this is a this is a like it's pretty cool now but it has added rooms to the treehouse so yeah so we started with uh the first thing we ever did they did redid some of my roof so i had some extra shingles so we went. I brought some shingles and some lumber and some four by fours to this treehouse, and we, we there was actually like a little trap door that you can climb up with inside the treehouse and get onto the roof. Nice. It wasn't very safe, right? It doesn't sound like it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, especially when now you're twenty feet high, right. or, wow, or eighteen feet nice. off of the ground, and. So uh, we we actually used the the old shingles and we we re-roofed this treehouse, and built a railing around with the four by fours and then um and two by four railing so now we felt safe like just hanging out up there that's cool man so now our treehouse is now extended a little higher and becoming more of a fun place to hang out so we put some lawn chairs up there nice and you know this is what we did and and my friends family i don't think that they mind because they knew where we were. Right. We it's like they didn't trouble. have to worry about you going no, and getting lost. Yeah, right. we're hanging out in this backyard. Yeah, that's cool, um, man. So, so you know, that was all right for a little while. But right. then, you know, our work was done. So, sure. So we're, we're like, what should we do? So you'd hang out in the treehouse. hang out in the treehouse, hang out on top of the treehouse. And I'm like, you know, we should we should build down. And, nice. And continue this triangle shape and make a, a first floor to this treehouse. And so stairs and everything. Sure enough, we went. We made the first floor with its own entrance. We didn't make stairs on the inside. It was not that big of a, a shape, space. A space. Okay. Right. All right. So, um, we made kind of like this little cantilevered um, deck that came out. Okay. That had its own ladder, a much better ladder than climbing up the tree. All like, right. Like that had. Right, I got it going up the side or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we closed the old entrance, and we made like a grand entrance. Nice. With with um, a big um, a big ladder. Was We're, this over like one summer? This is this is probably 1989, um, and this was over a summer. So uh, we we did that, and it, and we were just always like working on it. Yeah, well, and, but that's I mean, you know what? Like that's something if you think about it. Like if my boys were doing that now mm-hmm. over the summer. You, you know where they are 
Exactly. They're, they're actually working on a goal. Like they they have a goal. You you guys had a goal. You had a you had a plan. That mm-hmm. you're using your brain. This, yeah. You know, it's not like you're just sitting. You know, playing video games. Exactly. You know. I mean, it, it kept us out of the house. It was always the fun thing to do during the summer. And I remember my parents saying. Do you ever want to go away to like a sleepaway camp right. during the summer? And this this was kind of going on for a bunch of years, and I never wanted to because I had friends around. And on, you also in the lived out. I mean, where were you? This was in Shoreham area. Yeah, I mean, I lived out in the kind it's of the, the country. country. Yeah, so this stuff. I mean, as a kid growing up, like maybe as you get older, there's less to do because there's there's less people. But when you're a kid in in the country. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do with nature and outside and stuff. Especially when you had friends on your block. Right, right. I, mean, you have I, friends I had like three or four people that right. we would hang out with, plus my brother. That's. Right? I mean, that's cool, man. I, I mean, so we always we always hung out, and 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 this treehouse thing went on for a couple of years. Nice. Um, we after we finished two stories and a deck, we built outward. Uh, and then we built another room on the first floor, another room on the second floor. Was it like the hangout spot? So you guys probably went there. It was like the place where you hung out. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, we, we like hung the out there. Base. Yeah. I mean, for a couple of years. And then at a certain point, um, he moved away. And, oh, okay. And um, Do you still stay in touch with him? Um, I've seen him on Facebook. I, I, I've said hello here the, and there. It's um, funny because when I was growing up, we used to, I didn't we didn't have a tree house i lived in staten island i mean we it wasn't like we lived in you know like where we are now in greenpoint in, in brooklyn it was more more um suburban than it was urban mm-hmm. but and we had the, the woods right there we didn't have a tree house though but we used to and it's funny you said his name was pete mm-hmm. my friend pete we used to do, try to build goat carts and stuff okay so yeah. we would do the sort of the same thing we'd go to his house we'd go in his father had passed away when we were little, mm-hmm. and we would go to his basement. His father had a great. His father passed away actually when he and I are the same age. Mm-hmm. Pete and I are actually six days apart, and um, his father passed away when we were like five, um, and he had a little brother or whatever who was t- who was three years younger than us. But but his his father had a huge like tool. He had a lot of tools, and he used to do a lot of work in his basement and stuff. And he had a. a so we would go through all his tools, and we go through my dad's tools, which weren't nearly as much. And um, we would collect nails and stuff, and all the plywood. And we'd find whenever we found like wood, and we always used to build things. We would sit, you know. It's funny you brought that up because I totally forgot about it's this. It's important to learn that stuff. Yeah, kid, we used to do I'm, it. I'm surprised that there's still a lot of adults that have no idea how to be handy. Right. I mean, I'm not very. I'm not the most handy person. But just have an idea. But when I was a kid, yeah, right. I mean, when I was a kid, we that's what we used to do and we would do it in the summertime and we we you know, we'd make like try to make goat carts and like little kind of room like huts and stuff in in his yard. And that we would do that over a couple of summers. So it's similar to what you guys did with the treehouse. Um when his and it's funny you brought it up because yeah. I totally forgot that I used to do that. When his family finally moved, mm-hmm. uh, the new family that moved in, they actually had to call a demolition crew in to take this thing down. To take – how big was it by then? It was huge. Really? It was huge. And I wish – Did you ever have – you have any pictures of it or anything? I wish I had pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, because that's something – Every once in a while, like I, I have kind of a photographic memory. Right. I, I can actually make a scale model of this thing. 
Um, and, I, and I, maybe I will one when, day. Yeah, you're gonna have to at least maybe not even a scale model, but you gotta at some point just like draw a picture for me, yeah. just to see. Even if it's just maybe a I'll, quick I'll, sketch, I'll, I'll build it in uh, in Minecraft. For yeah, oh, there you so go. So you my boys would love and, that because yeah, that's they what they do. A, they can run around and play in my old treehouse. Yeah, man, that's cool. But that that see that's really cool. I mean, I always I was always envious of kids that had tree houses and i remember one time going to somebody's house i don't even know it was like a lady that my mom knew or whatever and they lived by us and then they moved but we went to their house for like lunch or something and i remember going to their new house and they had a tree house and i thought it was like the coolest thing man and it was built i guess the dad built it with the son or whatever mm-hmm. and um i remember being like wow like i would love to have that because when you're a kid, like, that's the stuff that you... That's a great memory of a summer, you know? So what other things did you like to do on summer vacation when you were, say, elementary school? Elementary school, summer vacation... I, my memories of elementary school, summer vacation, would always be playing sports all day long. We would play baseball all day long in the street, right? We had a whole bunch of... On my block, the way my block was set up, it was a big. It was a big street in Staten Island. It was a big long avenue, and there was a side street which was Von Braun Avenue. I lived on Worley Avenue, and Worley was the big brother, and Von Braun was like the small little side street that was like a cousin and a dumb little cousin. So. What we would do is, but yet, Von Braun was a great street because at one time when I was, it became, they made it bigger as we got older and they extended it, but Mm -hmm. at one time it was just a small street and at the end of the street it was like a dead end and they had like, um, dirt, it was, they were building houses, but they, and it was just a whole bunch of dirt and we, which we called the mountains. (laughs) So we, we, because I grew up, growing up, take a little step back, growing up in Staten Island, my parents moved out there in 1977 when I was a baby, and um, at that time, the South Shore of Staten Island was, was basically untapped land, it was, it was new, people would, most of the people were from Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. they could afford a house in Staten Island, it was new neighborhoods, brand new, the South Shore, not the North Shore, the North Shore had more history, the South Shore had very little history. But it did have the Staten Island dump, which is a whole <laughs> nother podcast. But anyway, so we would, we would, so at that time, so it was all new houses and stuff. So there was a lot of young families, you know, and, and kids. So we grew up on my block. I mean, we had just tons of kids. And what made the side street Von Braun so great was that it was kind of like a dead end. And um, so we would play baseball on that street. And we would play with a tennis ball. And we would do self-hitting. And we had like the whole neighborhood, and the kids on Von Braun like had. There was like they, we played them, and we would have like, we kind of joined forces. But at first, at times, we would play against them, um, and we would play all summer long. I mean, we we would play baseball all summer long, and our form of baseball, kind of like um, it's kind of like I would say equal to like stick ball, but without a stick, we would use a a, a wiffle ball bat, okay. tape it up, um, with black tape, tennis ball with a tennis ball yeah. and we we would we would do like self-hitting and then you know kids were in little league and stuff and but i i never actually played in little league because back in the 80s when i was growing up i was epileptic and back then with seizures um it was different i mean people were very hesitant to do like my mom was overprotective of me 
and kind I guess what happened was not in a bad way she was a great mom but she I would have grandma seizures as a young kid which is when you shake so my mom was always very um weary of me like playing and stuff and it kind of got into my head so I was always like reluctant but I the doctors said I could play. They used to tell me to kind of stare away from football, steer away from it because it was, you know, you do tackling. So I didn't really play Little League. My friends did. Um, I did sign up one time, and then I didn't play. But so but we used to play in the street. We would play baseball in the street all, all summer long. And we all had kind of, we all, a whole bunch of us had pools. So we would play baseball. Literally, I would say we'd go out um, probably around 9 or nine o'clock in the morning, ten, maybe 10 you know and be in the street all day playing and we would take breaks for lunch you know if we got called to say come eat lunch or the ice cream man would come and we would we would get ice cream and then a lot of times we'd go later in the day we'd go in somebody's pool the ice cream man was always yes our favorite break yes same with we had if you're playing a sport right you're building a tree and anything you drop everything yes. and you run, and hopefully you have the right change. Yes. Sometimes you can get them to wait, and yeah. then you can go back into the house. Get what you needed to and get. And you, you check the couch cushions, mm-hmm. you, and then you go to the dryer. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Grab the change on top of the dryer or inside the dryer, right. go back out. We had, it's funny, now this, another thing that just came to mind was we had two, na- well, we really had two neighborhood ice cream men, right? Mm-hmm. Richie the ice cream man, well, we yeah. knew his name, he was a great guy. Yeah. He re- he was the good humor guy, so he, he drove the good humor truck every summer. Sure. And for all I know, I, up until a few years ago, he was still in my old neighborhood driving the good, and everybody knew him in the neighborhood. Right, so there was Richie, and then there was Freezer Fresh, which was the soft ice cream, which was like the eighties, um, like, like knockoff low, of, knock uh, of, of Mister Soft. It's exactly what it was, and that guy was unkempt. Let's put it that way. Okay. He his did Elaborate. not. He was. I would say he did not have the best sanitary. Um, hand washing or anything like that. However, he had some good, you know, knockoff, you know, uh, what is it, like uh, soft ice cream. So, but there were times, see, Richie was our go-to. Richie was the guy, he was the good humor guy, everybody knew him, kids would jump on his truck, like we would sit on, and he'd hang out, you know, like, very nice guy. And then the Freezer Fresh guy, he was a little bit, he was okay, but I remember he couldn't hear well, so he would mm-hmm. yell, like, why do you need that, pal? And then, like, so you get him. But there was, a, on a few occasions, which were always classic moments, is when they met. There was one time <laughs> they actually got into a fight because Richie was like, this is my route. Why, this is, like, it's almost, I guess, in the Ice Cream Man world, it was an unwritten rule. Like, you can't, even though it was a different company, yeah. like, stay off my route. And they had a. You can get very territorial. It got, which, which it makes sense. It I was, mean, dude. We the watched. Kids them. are only gonna buy once right. that day. And we always went for Richie because Richie was like a good guy. The freezer fresh guy he was tolerable, but he was very. I mean, like I said, I don't know if he washed his hands. <laughs> um, but they was, were yelling at each other, and that was a classic moment. I don't know when that was, you know. But we that's what we did. We played baseball day, go in the pool. That was in the I would say the elementary years, like up until I was about. 10 or probably 11. We, we had something similar. We had uh, Happy Time. 
Okay, that's and, interesting. What's Angelo's that? Ice Cream slash Happy Time. It had two names. Okay. And it's this older guy, and he was nice, and he was he came onto our block uh, my entire life growing up, and nice guy, and he had a good selection of ice cream, and he was like our main, our main guy. But right. every once in a while, mm-hmm. another ice cream truck yes. would kind of creep into the territory, right? And they would always, you know, we would have gotten ice cream already right so we weren't we weren't really buying from the other guy because we knew when our guy came right and uh sometimes some of the new guys that would come in they would give some of the younger kids some like give them a free ice cream right trying to trying to get they if they would throw rocks at the other ice cream wow (laughs) we had you know what's funny we had a guy who would come around i would say maybe for a year or two Mm-hmm. And he was it. It was like a brown ice cream truck. It was like a brown and white, like a tan mm-hmm. and white ice cream truck. A non-affiliated ice cream truck, S- dude. Sounds sketchy. Yes, it was right. sketchy. And he sold hot dogs as well. <laughs> so like the te- the older guys in my neighborhood were like, you know, they were like, I guess to me they were like you. I thought they were like thirty years old. They were probably like thirteen or fifteen, mm-hmm. you know, fourteen, fifteen. And they were like my sister's friends. And they would buy hot dogs. And I always wanted to because they looked like they were good. But my mom never let me because she said that they were dirt. They weren't healthy. They were gross. So, like, I would ask if I could get a hot dog from him. She's like, why are you going to buy a hot dog from an ice cream man? And and I would be like, but they look good. And I, I never – I always wanted one, never got one. But that guy was only around a couple of years. But, yeah, Richie and the Freezer Fresh guy, who I believe his name was Pasquale, mm. he was – he – he had a, you know what he looked like? Okay, now you uh, going back to baseball history. Do you remember? You know that cover of the Daily News or the back page when the Brooklyn Dodgers and it would say it was like a guy missing a teeth, tooth and it would say them them bums. Yeah, that's who he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know if I'm digressing here, but that but, yeah. So but when when your when your ice cream break is over and you yeah. return to your baseball yes. game, yeah. What would happen? All right, would you guys play, just just start off like where you left off? Yeah, no um, I think we usually it depended. Like I think we usually played another game, mm-hmm. um, and then we would have games where we played against other neighborhoods. Where even though we were two different blocks, like we join as one, and then we would play other kids in other neighborhoods. Which is funny, considered other neighborhoods they were like two blocks away, <laughs> you know. But it, for us, it was like another world you know where i grew up we lived on we lived one block over from the next school district right so uh so that's kind of like another neighborhood yeah i was shore and waiting river okay the next block was ridge oh ridge yeah I've and been there. we yeah. never i mean we didn't really have any connection with ridge okay and every once in a while in the summer you'd see a couple kids walk walking through our block right and so like, we're like we yeah, who are they? Yeah, like the kids like, from with those, from, are, those, right. those are the Ridge kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and they always we always like looked at them as as having a chip on their shoulder a little right, bit. And, right. And there was always a little tension. Yeah, and, yeah. And it wasn't just me or right. it was like whoever was on my property and the guys up the right. street. You all kind of unified. Yeah, yeah, like I, I get a phone call. Do yeah. you see those Ridge kids walking down the street? <laughs> uh, who the hell are they in, in our area? And we just were just one block. It's like, but that's how it was. Like we, exactly. same with us. It was like we, the kids from Shotwell, which was literally around the corner from my block. Mm-hmm. Like you go to the, I lived three, four houses from the corner. If you went down and walked to the corner and then just go around a little bit, yeah. you're on Shotwell, right? The kids on Shotwell 
kind of lived a different way than us. Like, they probably lived exactly the same, but to us, it was like, ah, oh, they shot little yeah, kids. Yeah, same thing. And, like, like, some of us shared backyards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We did, like, too. Like we that shared, fence yeah. <laughs> was, was the difference between growing up one way right. or another. And it was it like, really wasn't. Right. But, but it wasn't. Our, but it was but like, in our brains. Yeah. And yeah. I remember we would have, like, we would play, like, even, like, when we would play Manhunt, when it was going into, like, middle school, right? Mm-hmm. And we would play Manhunt every night. During the summertime, or it seemed like every night. I don't know if it was every night, mm-hmm. but our boundaries were like our block up until a certain point because our block went all the way up. Okay, same thing, and, here, it, yeah. and it covered about 10, 20 other blocks. So we would because it was a, a long, you know, almost like a main street, and then so we would cut our block off at some point, like, and then the side streets were part of our boundaries. But like Shotwell, which was right behind us, mm-hmm. was considered off boundaries, right? So whenever we were like in an intense game of manhunt, what I would do because this is I figured it out, I would just go off boundaries, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'd go I'd go to Shotwell, and no one would ever find me because I was off boundaries, basically cheating, um, <laughs> and then work my way back, and like I'm off boundaries, then I'd go onto the boundaries and like free my whoever was on my team, <laughs> but it was weird because we would have like our street. It went up to a certain point, like the Pearson's house, okay? So the Pearson's house were considered our block. The people next door to them were also on our block, but like at at the Pearson's house, there was, um, the side street was Alexander, okay? So Von Braun and the next one was Alexander. So the Pearson's were like directly across from Alexander. So we made, like basically my whole block made that the cutoff. So after the Pearson's house, like nobody associated with them. It was it was very strange. I you know, but very similar. Yeah, it's I mean, if you think about it now, it's kind of sounds ridiculous, but at the time it always seemed like like it made sense, yeah. you know, like what well, you can't be friends with everybody on the block, like I like the way that you brought up middle school cuz yes. middle school things changed for us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Summer of middle school always started at the uh, last day of school, and if I had good grades, I was allowed to do something. And that thing was have a camp out in the backyard. And I can nice. invite a couple friends. Over. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, usually my brother was there, my friend Tom, maybe my friend Drew. Uh, and what we did was we set up a tent and we had a little kind of sand pit that we built a little fire in. Nice. Uh, but unlike a regular camp out, this would be, uh, we actually ran an extension cord from the house. Nice. And we brought a fan in there and a television nice. and a boombox modern day camp yeah out. and we just so we spend all night listening to music sometimes we can get a station on the antenna tv that we had uh, the fan helped because it's hot and uh it was a fun thing but that That's was always cool. the official beginning of summer during middle school during middle nice. school nice that that sounds like fun yeah it was great and uh during middle school uh usually our summers Involved hanging out on my property, starting to play some sports, kind of similar to yeah, to your yeah. baseball story. We would play some hockey, we played basketball, but at a certain point, the summer starts to drag. When you're out there all day, yeah. and you have I you know hockey and basketball to right, play. Right. Maybe you can play catch. Uh, then we started to create our own sports. So we we decided to create three sports to play. Okay, and make a severe punishment for the loser 
of every one of these sports. And, and what so, kind so, of sports and punishment would that be? So these sports usually included me, my brother, Tom Stadnicki, and Drew Pensilla. Uh, guys that were there every day. And the punishment... My, my parents went and they bought um, a very powerful hose for the garden okay. and for uh, the front lawn. And we realized that it was so powerful that if a person were to stick the hose in their mouth <laughs> and turn it on for a second, what? you would be in intense pain. <laughs> So, so that was, I'm assuming that was the punishment? So we realized this should be the punishment oh, for our little uh, Olympics. So the first game we created was called the Vice Game. It was, okay. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a very creative title to the game. Doesn't sound like it. it and no. And it took place in my friend Tom's garage because his dad had a vice. On, oh, on, on a workbench. Nice. So if you wanted to participate in the Vice game, it started with a challenge. <laughs> you would go up to someone and you'd say, I challenge you to the Vice game. And that person has to accept the challenge. Then you go, then you go, to, the, you go to the garage. Right. And each person... Puts your hand in the Vice. Picks their pointer finger and puts it halfway into the Vice. So both people okay. have a pointer finger and a Vice. And... Each person takes turns turning the <laughs> turning vice it? a quarter of a turn until one person. So gives, it's basically gives up. putting your finger in and playing chicken to see who to, to get... who can who can withstand <laughs> crushing pain. Oh my god! And if you lost, right? What you, then the hose? Then, then you had to sit down, and the other the other person had to stick the hose in your mouth and turn it on full blast. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's that's. <laughs> That's something that only little kids would do. Like, boys? Yeah. Like, that's why... Like, that's all... You, you don't hear girls ever doing no, stuff like no. this. But we, we... You know, when you're a kid. We started to elaborate a little bit more on these games. So right. we created um, a second game. And it was called Duck and Cover. It was the unofficial title. Okay. But that's kind of what we've referred it to. And usually it was um, my friend Tom, my brother, Drew... Go into my woods behind my property. Okay. And I stand near my house with a baseball bat and a bucket of rocks that we collected at the beach. Okay. And I would self-hit rocks into the woods to try <laughs> to hit them while they're burying themselves. <laughs> Wait, they're burying themselves? Kind of like in, like underneath. Oh, the like trees. they're hiding behind the trees. They're trying, yeah, you know, or like underneath, like some old leaves. And what did you call this again? Duck and cover. <laughs> it works. And and a few times, like most of the time, you really wouldn't hit. Right. But when you made that hit. Right. It's just a direct hit. It's a direct hit with a rock right. coming, coming at you. How big? Like little pebble rocks or like regular. A regular sized rock. Right? All right. So you're hitting direct hits in the face. And, and, and yeah, uh, some people got injured. Some, <laughs> uh, I think Tom might actually have a, a still a scar on his scalp. Uh, you got hit, then you got the hose. Wow. Uh, it's it's just, violence. Yeah, it's very violent. violence out in the, the woods. The, the last one we used to play made... I mean, not like any of these games made any sense. Right, and If but you, won, you won, you really right. won nothing. Right. Uh, we had a hammock. On okay. The, and on this hammock, two people would s kind of stay on the hammock. Okay. And two people would be off of the hammock. And the two people off of the hammock had to... 
uh, I had two basketballs that were old and half deflated. Okay. And used to kick the balls from point blank at the people on the hammock <laughs> to try to flip the hammock over and, to, and have them fall and off. And have them fall off. Did that and if you fell off you, you got lose. you got you got you the get, you got you get the, the hose. That, yeah. Well see that I you know it's funny you're bringing up games. We had a um we had a wrestling league. Okay. That it was we played predominantly it was year round but like the summer obviously we had a lot of free time. So we would play and my friend Peter and Dave they had um on their lawn. They lived about th- four doors four houses up from me. And on their lawn they they had a fence made from wood so it was like and it was too like one of those old like uh how do you describe it like the wood log fences yeah right so it would, and it would be two right so so that was the ring and the, and their their front lawn was almost like a square so it was like perfect ring unfortunately they had a tree in the middle of it <laughs> so the, we had to work around the tree um so we would have a wrestling league and peter and i created it so we were the tag team champions <laughs> And uh, but we were also single uh, belt holders as well. <laughs> I don't know how we ever beat anybody. We just since we started it, we basically ran it. We were the so I was the intercontinental champion. Okay. Because I had a big macho man, you know, thing. So I wanted to be the intercontinental champion. He was the heavyweight champion. Now, him being the heavyweight champion, I look back now and say to myself, he totally rigged it because he made he it was on his lawn, so he was the heavyweight champion. So we had like pretty intense wrestling matches and tag teams, right? Mm-hmm. His brother, who was three years younger than us and um, your age, because <laughs> I'm older than everybody, that were, <laughs> but he was always on the losing end. Okay. And he was like our little brother. He was like my little brother too. So I'd give him backbreakers and things. Like there was some violent... So it's not like this is predetermined. It's you guys are going into this. We're fighting each other. <laughs> it was basically we're as fighting. if wrestling, fake wrestling, was actually real. Right. We did have a couple of predetermined matches that okay. we cheated on. Okay. Um, and one comes to mind. But there was one time where Peter and I were on the. We. It was like watching the WWF, right? And so him and I were like, I turned on him. I always, I would always turn on people. <laughs> like I always wanted to be like. The good guy who flipped in the middle and you then became become a, a bad become guy. the heel. Right, because they were the heel. Because yeah. the heels were always. I always thought they were cooler. Yeah. So, I I had a pre. So, basically, Peter and I were. Um, I, I I don't know how it was set up, but I I won twice. I I one time I turned on him and and my friend Dave was the referee, mm-hmm. right? So I I got to him prior to the match, and I said, "Listen, I'm you're gonna I'm gonna flip." And Peter's gonna lose his. We're gonna have. We're gonna be the tag team champions because we were the tag champions. But I'm gonna flip, and he's gonna lose, right? And we're gonna just like. I'm gonna switch sides, and I joined his brother, right? <laughs> so like Dave, like I, he put his foot like, and we, the way we would do it was like when we would pin. Like if, remember how in the WWF, like if they put, and it may be still the rules. I don't know. But they he like if you were pinning them and they put their foot on the rope, yeah, it, yeah. it didn't it break, count. Breaks the count. Right. Yeah. Well, we used to do that on his fence, okay. right? So like <laughs> he tried to do it and he was like, "My foot's on the my foot's on the thing," and I I was like, "No, no the ref didn't see it. My friend Dave didn't see it." So like we I we so like there was one time where I had flipped and then I challenged him right to for the championship, 
right? <laughs> so, so then I went to Dave. That's where it came in. So it wasn't the tag team. It was I, I had already flipped on him, and then I challenged him, and he was like, "All right." So then I I challenged him, and like I challenged him like a couple of days later. Like it was like we planned it like that. We were gonna fight in a couple of days. So there was a buildup. There was a buildup. Yeah. yeah, it was. It wasn't like the same day. Yeah. So then I went to Dave. I was like, "Listen, you're gonna be the ref, and we're we're beating him." All right, we're because he was getting a little arrogant. Like yeah. you know, he deserved to lose. <laughs> so like he, so he's like, all right. So I said, what we're gonna do is we, we had a whole plan. I don't remember the exact details. So all right, the day comes, we challenge him. He's finding all ways. Like I we I used an outside like thing, like where I hit him over the head with it, <laughs> and like so we used all these things. And then I he put his foot on the ring and I hooked his leg and Dave pretended he didn't see it and I won the match, right? So then I won his title and he was so pissed off. So then I was like, he was literally he was mad at me. Like the kid was mad. He wasn't talking to me, right, for a couple of days. So then I said, we're gonna have now we're gonna have a tag team match on my lawn. This was a couple of days later. Okay. Right. So my other friend Dave, right? So there's Dave Deslich, who's Nick's brother. You remember him, right? Yeah. And then. There's Dave Rendiro. So Rendiro, now then we went to Rendiro and I said, I can't have Dave Deslich as the ref because he's not gonna let it happen. So we had a tag team, me and So you're rigging this. I'm you? rigging everything, <laughs> yeah, dude. Right. So then me and Dave Deslich, I the, he was pissed because Dave Deslich was the ref who who already cost him the match. Mm -hmm. So then I said, Me and Dave Deslich are gonna challenge you <laughs> and I think it was his brother. I, I don't know, but I think we even got to his brother. Okay? So it was a tag team. Like it was like, all right, you're gonna redeem yourself in the tag team match, right? He's gonna try to redeem himself. So then we have it on my lawn, and then my other friend Dave, we already rigged him being the ref, right? I think everybody just wanted him to lose because he always won and he always found a way to like I'm no champ, whatever. So we like we're destroying this. So then that was a big match. All right, Joe, this was huge. All right, this is we like had pay per view. This was like a pay per view thing. Yeah. We had other kids on the block who were watching it. SummerSlam. Right? SummerSlam type thing. And so we rigged it, and I put him in a camel clutch that was the camel clutch was the one that Iron Sheik did, right? Was put, yeah, the camel he, clutch. Right, okay. So I put him in a camel clutch that I think he possibly could have died. <laughs> I, I, he, I, he didn't die, but I put him in a camel clutch that his face... So, it was so powerful that his face, the color in his face, he lost the color in his face, and I refused to let go. Right, so then you wanted that title. I wanted the title, and I did not want him. Like I, he couldn't win because he always won. So I put him in a camel clutch. My friend Dave, he was like, he he said he wasn't gonna. Peter was like, I'm not giving up, and I pressed harder, right? Mm -hmm. And then the red, his the, there was red in his face, and it just like he was losing color in his face. <laughs> Until he gave up, right? He was like, I submit, right? He finally gave up. And he, so Dave was, Dave, I remember Dave has still talked about it to me. Like, remember when you almost killed Peter? <laughs> so he, that was like a huge match. And like, he, he never really trusted me after that. Like, and he was like my best friend when I was little. And then I think this was like when I started not being as close with him because he was like, what the, this guy, why is Frankie like trying but the thing was he was like arrogant about mm -hmm. it so 
I put him in the camel clutch. He almost died. He survived. I think my mom might even have yelled at me because it was on my grass. And she's like, let go of him. Because <laughs> it was like ridiculous how long I kept him in. It was like it had to be 15 minutes. And he was like, I, and then I just said, screw this. I was like, if you're not going to give up, I'm pulling his neck all the way back. And then he finally like, I, he like had to give up. Like he was like, <laughs> it's kind of evil now I think about it, but. At the time, it seemed justified. You know what I'm saying? It sounds justified it's, to me today. <laughs> so that memory came back. But we had a great – it was the KWWF. <laughs> and we, we – I, I think I was the reigning Intercontinental Champion for a couple of years. Um, I, you know, I always – I had no idea. And then I beat him and then it was – and then I think I had both titles. And then, you know, it eventually fizzled out after a couple of years because we were getting older. Um, but yeah, that sp- that was some a couple of summers, man. Where it was like, I mean, they were, we would bring foreign objects and hit each other over the head with them and stuff, and it all seemed perfectly fine, you know. Yeah, I mean, it made sense back then. Yeah, it made sense back then. So yeah, because I was a big wrestling guy. WWF Same in here. the '80s, man. I was like, yeah, that was like the that was it, man. Sports all day, wrestling, all that stuff. So yeah, middle school was always fun. Yeah, summertime. Uh, when we went into high school, uh, things changed a little bit. Yeah. I remember for me. music was a big deal for me. Yeah, me too, so actually. So the beginning of um, high school, um, I started playing in a band with uh, Nick Stimson and my friend Ryan McMahon. And uh, for a little while, Tom Stadnicki was in the band. And we none of us really knew how to play our instruments that well we didn't really know what we were playing we were kind of a, a hard rock thing uh, like um, a grunge thing or? and then eventually we started listening to like a lot of grunge music a lot of nirvana and right. stuff and we started playing at my friend ryan's house and this actually started before school was um i guess out for my sophomore year mm-hmm. and it, we always had to get to Ryan's house to play because we eventually created a little area in his basement where that's that was our little practice space. No, that's cool. And man. it was like our clubhouse too. And you know, sometimes uh, our parents would drive us over to that house and pick us up at night. We'd spend the whole day Just writing, like practicing, practicing, writing songs. Whether we were good or not. That's still up to debate. Yeah, but you know what? But it doesn't matter. Because, yeah, right. It, it all matter. started there. And I remember trying to plan how, like, my parents were were out out working at that point. Um, so when school was over and then we had two weeks of uh, just tests happening, uh, you could actually take the bus to school to take a test and the bus will take you back. But most of us would meet. What do you mean when school is over? So, and you had to so, take so school, the school year would kind of end, mm-hmm. and then you would just go. You'd just be obligated to go back to take Regents tests. Oh, like your Regents and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of rigged the system a little bit, so we would all kind of meet on like the the test bus with our like instruments. Nice. And that bus would take us like two-thirds of the way to Ryan's house and we would like walk there I'd have like some drumsticks and nice Nick would have his guitar and uh, it was like a little like journey yeah, that's to, cool to, to get to where we needed to go and then when when my parents or everyone's parents got home from work they would pick us up from there at five or six o'clock so we did that that would that would be the official start of summer at the beginning of high school 
So and, would you do that for pretty much the whole summer? Or? And eventually, when we didn't have the bus, uh, we would normally uh, take uh, our parents would drop us off if they could, or we would walk. How far was it? Many miles, or we would wow. take a bike. Uh, so if if you rode your bike, I mean, it's a, from my house to his house, bike ride, uh, an hour. Is it still the same town, or so it's two towns? It's Shoreham okay. and Waiting River, right? So I lived on like the far end of Shoreham, and he lived almost the far end of Waiting River. Oh, so, okay. So it was still fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean it doesn't matter because you're this a kid. Is, these were the days where I didn't even wake up until like noon. Oh man, which I don't even know I, what that's about I, anymore, dude. I have no idea what that's like. I used to do the same thing. But we also, um, I used to wait until um, like a really great album would come out. And we had uh, a music store in the little shopping center uh, that was in my town. And we only had one little shopping center in my town. And, and it was a big sod farm. Um, sod is just grass, if you didn't know. Right. And it went on for like two miles. Wow. And it started at my house and it ended at the music store. Wow. And to be able to walk across that, which would take you 45 minutes, uh, go buy an awesome album... At the beginning of summer, you're new on summer vacation and walk another 45 minutes back home and then you couldn't wait to get home to throw that, that CD in right? and then listen to it for a week straight. That's cool That memories. was one of my... And then That's some good so, memories. So each summer had its own like... Uh, vibe almost? Vibe. Uh, it had its, its own soundtrack based on the few albums I would make this little journey yeah, to go yeah. back and forth and buy. And... When I think of like summer times in high school, those two things come to mind: playing in a band and and going to find new music at the record store. That's I had in high school. I had similar. Like I, it was all about like music, and yeah. we used. I mean, and I was into every. I mean, I was into everything. Or, I was into the grunge scene, the, the the like the hard rock, like the grunge scene. But I and then I just I was really into the hip hop. So I used to we used to buy albums you know in summertime and we would sample mm -hmm. like find try to find samples so that we could put it over a beat so we i used to i remember there were many times where i would sit in my room and i would just go through vinyls listening yeah. for samples and i would and i would say and i would try to find and i still to this day have samples that of things that i that I never used that would have been a really if you threw a beat with it mm -hmm. so we used to do that I used to do a lot of that and we and and I think about my summer times and I always think of how it's almost like they're especially in high school like they were so, they have soundtracks to them yeah. certain summers had soundtracks to them yeah. you know and it, it helps memory absolutely absolutely uh, when you can remember something and then also remember like music mm -hmm. Or um, you know anything else? Yeah. In association with that, then you really don't forget the initial memory. Right, and it stays. It stays with you. I had like there was a lot for that of that for us too. Like I, you know, I didn't play in any bands, but I was really into music. You know, I, I actually at one point I wanted to go to school for like musicology, mm -hmm. and I re I was really into like the evolution of some of the modern music that we listen to and where it came from, and I and. I followed, you know, hip hop in the '90s, or, or, or all the way from its early roots in 
from the from the African slaves to eventually to jazz and and to to to, to funk and then how funk evolved into almost like hip hop and stuff and dance music and so I I had a time there was a I, w- I guess it was pretty brief it seemed like a long time then but where I was really I was thinking about going to school for it like I was like I almost like a historical almost like a PhD in history in, 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 in history of musicology and I was really into that and I would I would do that over the summers all the time like just listening to music sampling sounds and I wanted I used to write rhymes and stuff mm-hmm. and and you know that was short-lived I guess but I was always interested in it and it's funny because now at the age of 42 it's like you get older you you, you have I have a family I have kids and now I'm kind of going back to the roots and I listen to some of the like stuff that I that really inspired me like it wasn't mm-hmm. just rap it was it was you know everything I mean I you know a lot of like um that whole grunge scene I was really into you know I always always crossed over like I always never stuck to one thing I always kind of fused everything together but I was never in a band I, I you know I I always wanted to play an instrument and I, I dabbled in some instruments but I never really had the desire well I mean I guess I didn't have the desire or the or the drive mm-hmm. shall I say yeah I, in in high in college for me that's where I started to fuse things together mm-hmm. um, I mostly concentrated uh, as a you know, high school kid uh, into like hard rock, grunge rock, punk yeah. rock. Yeah, I was. I love the punk scene. I love the uh, the hard rock, the grunge. I really liked the the metal. Like the, I was really into like Rage Against Machine and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Ministry and those bands, um, Helmet, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I kind of fused that in with hip hop. But I also had a lot of interaction. I mean, we, you know, like I we we always had. I go back it's like almost like soundtracks you know mm-hmm. so we had like a lot of music we always had music around and we always had like in the cars and driving around and always blasting music and stuff it's good memories man you know like the summertime was always the time almost like the time I always it was year round but it was always like the time the most time for creativity especially yeah. as I got older in, in the high school years because it was like you're kind of like free to do what you want you know my parents never really wanted it or they never offered to put me in any kind of summer programs which probably was a mistake mm-hmm. because I got into a little bit of trouble but it wasn't bad trouble like I didn't do anything I wasn't a bad kid you know I was just kind of like an exploring independent kid so I would like do stupid things because I was a boy and I was in high school I mean if you think yeah. about it you know but um yeah it was it's 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 nice to think about, you know, because it was a lot of good times, man. I mean, I think about, you know, going back to what we originally said before about how you looked at summer as like a new beginning. I wish I had that perspective. That's actually very, personally, like I think that's a very wise perspective mm-hmm. because you most kids I would speak to wouldn't have that perspective. And what for whatever reason, whether they like, for, for you to have that was actually pretty forward thinking. I don't know if you realize it. No. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of was. No, I mean, I because anybody I would talk to right now, yeah. if I asked them, what what did the end of summer think to you? They'd be like, oh, God. You know, like, maybe that was just the guys I grew up with. Yeah, I always looked forward to school. I mean, yeah. I, I enjoyed school at the beginning. Um, by the time June hit, 
I really, yeah, you're kind I, of done. I had been wanting out of school right. for a few months. Yeah, already. I mean, and, nine months and is a long time. And then it just time. restarts. That's now, a great way of looking at it. Now, college for mm-hmm. us yeah. uh, was a little different right. um, coming back. Because I, I remember my friend actually had an apartment uh, that was next to his house. So it was like his little clubhouse, my friend Kevin. And we used to go... Like I remember our first summer back from um, college... We're like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. does this work? Like, it's a this... diff- you're an adult now. Yeah. Like, it's like you're looked at I mean, differently. technically. Well, I mean, on the cusp. You yeah. know, seven, so, 18 years old. But what are we supposed to do? Like, do, does this summer, is this going to be the same as last summer in high school? And not really. I mean, we all, everybody drove cars now. Right. And, and we used to just go to, like, my friend's apartment at 9 or 10 o'clock at night and be there until 1 o'clock in the morning. And we just kind of listen to music. And sit around and talk, kind of similar what, what you and I now. are doing now. Right. And um, sometimes he'd throw a movie on, and uh, it was fun, and it was yeah. just kind of like a, a hangout. Yeah, that's and, cool. Yeah, and, and I did this for a couple of years. I mean, I did this all through uh, college, but there was uh, a year, maybe my second year of college, that second summer I had off, I had... Um, giant plans of sitting around and doing absolutely nothing to me that was gonna that was that was gonna be a great thing to do yeah man um so i started doing this and uh i think my dad didn't like the idea that i had no initiative to get like do something to get a job go stop being Uh, lazy he asked me a few times if i had gotten a job and i said like what's the point no back to school (laughs) in a month and a half like I'm in the same. I'm 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 on I'm on the couch watching television when he goes to work, and I'm in the same position when he came home. So he, I, he, this kid did I nothing. Literally today. did nothing. His kid did nothing uh, today. You know, maybe I watched a little soccer, some MTV, <laughs> and uh, I don't know some talk shows. Right. To me, that's great. All, it's, it's great. Uh, I he got sick of it, and uh, one day I, I don't know. He saw me in the morning. He said, "You gonna get a job today?" <laughs> uh, you know, for the tenth time. And right. I said, uh, no. <laughs> or maybe I'll go to the golf course and see if I can become a caddy. No, that's uh, cool. That's so cool I, w- I went to a golf course. Right. And I, and I went to become a caddy, but there were they didn't really have many caddies there. Right. So there was only. Um, there was only two jobs available, and the people that were sitting on the bench waiting to caddy were me, my friend Tom, and then these two kids. They both were probably nine years old. <laughs> All right, so the so someone needed a caddy, and I felt bad for the the first kid, so I said, you know what, you take the first job because you're nine, right? And, and I'm, you're and a little I'm, kid, and I'm in my second year of college, right? Right. So he goes out. Uh, so the the second kid goes to the bathroom because that's his brother right okay and so the first kid's like nine the other one's like ten so then someone comes to the desk so tom goes i want to take this one because you gave up your spot nice Uh, i said okay so i said well so you're just sitting you're not getting paid no we're just sitting there so you're literally just sitting at the golf course yeah so we're sitting on the bench for people that might want cash right okay so uh so tom jumps in and i'm like tom like I let the, the nine year old right. go. You could you could <laughs> his, his brother just went to the bathroom for a minute. Right. Aren't you gonna wait for him to come? He's like, No, I gotta jump on this. So he left with with, <laughs> with, the, with the next guy. So then the kid comes back and he goes and He's like, Where's the He goes, 
where's your friend? I said, well, he took the next job. And the kid starts crying. Good job, and, Tom. <laughs> and eventually... Nicely done. Eventually, after sitting there for another hour, and it's now, I don't know, 10.30 in the morning, because we got there pretty early, because um, there were early tee-off times, I went home. And then, I, you know, then my dad came home again. Did you get a job? I said, well, I went to the golf course, right. but didn't get it. Right, right. Didn't you're, get you're showing him that you put in effort, even though you really didn't want I, to. I went to the golf course like two hours. Right, right. I put in minimal effort. So right. <laughs> I think I pissed him off further. And he went to, um, the following morning, went to Dunkin' Donuts at 7 o'clock in the morning on his way to work. Um, and got me a job there. Nice. So he comes home like, around yeah. 6 o'clock and said, hey, did you get a job today? I said, no. Right. Uh, he said, well, good, because I got you a job <laughs> at Dunkin' job. Donuts, nice. and, and you start tomorrow at 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Now, yeah, dude, I, I thought he was kidding, right. but he was like, no, you can call 6 them. 6 a.m. You You're have like, to show up. Oh, God. And I'm like, is this real life? Like, <laughs> like, what, what's, what's going dude, on? Dude, 6 a.m., when you're that in like college years. Just somebody kill me. It's just, <laughs> it, I used to, it was funny, because I used to tell my a friend of mine, we would talk about, like, if we had to wake up that early yeah. for whatever reason, when I'd be like, had, I woke up in the fives. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, it, now it's what I do for my job, but like. Yeah, I mean, I, right. na I naturally wake, wake up at like 5.30 right, right. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. But so, when you're like in those years, no, it's like. No, I mean, if I'm must... used to getting up at noon. Right. Oh, man. Like, to my, in my brain, my in in high school and college, my my day didn't start until 1, yeah. 1 p.m. 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Not anymore. Yeah, those no. Days are gone. It's a so, different world. So I showed up to this job. Um, I, it wasn't a good job. Doesn't I, sound like I it. I didn't like it. Uh, I sucked it up. I didn't complain. And Did went, you do it for the rest of the summer? I did it for the rest oh, of the good. summer. When was this around? Was it like July? This was uh, mid-June. Okay. So right at the end of the school through, year. Through mid-August. All I, right. Um, made some money for the summer. Yeah, I, I, you know, I made some money. It wasn't a whole lot. I don't even know what I was getting paid. Right. Seven bucks an hour yeah, or something. Right. And uh, the good part about this job was that they, sometimes they had me in the morning, but sometimes they put me at night. And right. I actually like the night crew a little bit better because it's me and at the time there was this guy named Imtiaz that worked there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was super nice. That's he was cool. a big clubber in the Hamptons. So his his day didn't start, start until, until he got out of work at ten o'clock. <laughs> so he and he and he was cool. So my, my main boss there, he was um he was like obsessive compulsive. Oh god. That I had to work with in the morning. So I loved working at night because I didn't have to deal with much him. more laid back. And it was much more laid back and we didn't have the morning rush. Uh, we had a little evening rush, but it wasn't too bad. And then like by ten o'clock it was dead. Uh, and then we'd lock up. And they would throw out the old donuts. Nice. But, so so they were they like, would well, made that morning? Yeah. Oh, so, so they were perfect. They'd, they'd throwing them out. Do you want to take any? And I would constantly take home two three dozen donuts nice and i had friends that would call me up and put in orders with me throughout <laughs> the day they would actually call the phone at dunkin donuts and i would on my way home or or most likely on my way to kevin's apartment um because our stuff normally didn't even start until 10 right because you're i would always what every, are you now 18 19 right no like this, i'm second year of college so, so i'm like 19, 19. Right? so yeah that's when you start so yeah. i would go over to to his apartment and I would always have a, a dozen donuts with me, and then I would I would make little stops on my way there, and then like 
my friends would get them, but eventually their parents started to like ask for them too. To ask for them, <laughs> and I would you know double up the order, and they that's love cool, me, man. I, you yeah. know, and and it was a, a fun thing to do. You know the what? Summer. That's like that's like one of those stories about like a summer job or a part. You know, at some point, we maybe we could do a podcast on jobs that we've had. Oh yeah, because like there's plenty of those, and like that's like a thing that's a it's a good memory like you get like be able to talk about like something funny like that you know you you look at it in a different light when you are much older yeah i mean you now we have careers yeah back then you had jobs yeah. you know like you, you're young you have jobs like you, you know i i i I, I failed to mention when we were talking about like elementary school mid, well really middle school i had a paper route mm. you know i i sold the daily news Nice. You know, so I, I I went around and, you know, that was a cool experience. You know, I did that for probably, I think, three three years maybe. And, um, you know, like you think about things like that, people you meet and stuff. You know, but that sounds like really funny. I, 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 I had a, a bunch of experiences similar to that. See, my college experience in the summertime was different because I had taken a couple of years off before I met you. Right before I went to purchase, right. so I went to I went to community college. I had a regular job, mm. you know. I worked in a sneaker store, at, which, by the way, would be a, I need to tell you because we could do a whole story on that. Um, but we, I um I worked in Champs, you know. I worked at a place uh, going to the game, which was like a subsidiary of Champs, which was like they sold jerseys and hats and stuff. And then I just worked in Champs, and and so when I was in and I worked a whole bunch of other jobs. So I was going to Kingsborough full time and working. So like I had like a different experience. Like I wasn't going home in college. during the summertime. I think when I first went to purchase though, um, I did say I'm 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 gonna stop working. You know, I, I went to purchase and I stopped my regular job, right where I was working. So then when I got home for the summertime, I was kind of free. You know, I needed money, but I I remember one summer I said I'm growing a beard. Right, it's like what you do sometimes in college. Like, I, I did that right, many times. Right, I grew a beard and I just read a whole bunch of books that I wanted to read that I that I wanted to read during the year. So like, a, you know, not on topics that I was studying in school. You know, are similar, but you know, mm-hmm. things that I was like, you know, when I have free time, I'm going to read this. And I remember I read. Um, there's a Teddy Roosevelt book, which is, it's got to be 800 pages. And I remember one day, like, my parents still lived in Staten Island before they sold the house. I think it was the first summer and um, where I, after I went to purchase. And that's kind of what your dad did. My dad was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. And he's like, all right, so what are you going to do this summer? I was like, you're really nothing. <laughs> so, so, or, you know, and I read a Teddy Roosevelt book that was like 800 pages, grew a beard, really didn't do anything. You know, kind of just hung out and did whatever. You know, it's kind of what you. That's that's the. I, you know what? In a way, that's the freedom of high school, uh, college. You know, like the freedom of it being able to say, oh yeah, I'll take a part time job and go work at Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. But like, I'm not doing anything because I'm going back to school in two months. Exactly. You know, so it was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. This was good, man. Summer vacations Summer, were fun. Yes, yes, they were. I so. wish we still had them. I wish we still had them too. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be that way anymore. No. So it's been a while. Yes. <laughs> so all right, all right. Thanks for coming by. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm.